Hello, Scotty. Well, it was a good job that uh, that cut off because I had just realised I hadn't actually pressed record. Dumbass. <laughs> I mean, oh, good morning, Scotty. Good. How are you? I'm good. You're coming out of the wrong like, speakers. There's, there's the title, Dumbass, or Good Morning, Scotty. <laughs> good morning, Dumbass. Alexander Dumbass. <laughs> You laugh, but one of my favorite childhood stories to the child, there was a, a, a fancy French pastry shop in Manhattan called Dumas. And I, my mom was very sweet. She would take me into to New York City on the weekends and we would go there. And I was fascinated so many ways about the place, about the beauty of the pastry. And, and this, they had this amazing box, um, uh, box wrapping system. So they would put the pastry in a box and they put it on this machine and it would basically wrap it up in, in rope and make a nice little bow that you could carry, very French. Um, so I was, you know, oftentimes they wouldn't make it home, but sometimes they would, and there was a box of, of, of Dumas cookies in the cupboard, and I had a friend over for lunch the, the other day, you know, kind of the, the, the following week, and he looks at it and goes, what are these dumbass cookies? And I said, it's not dumbass, it's Dumas, dumbass. <laughs> And there we are. Welcome to <laughs> iFrench Live or iPastry Live or podcast exactly. or whatever it might be. Anything but the tech. That's what that's, that's what our tagline should be. Exactly. I develop a podcast. Anything but the tech. So how are you, sir? Well, I am still kind of uh, riding high from 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 successfully getting dynamic type out the door. Which you know, it's great that it went out the door. But I think beyond that, it it was it was really well received by bunches of people, which made me happy. And I learned of a, of a bunch of other people who care about accessibility, including Accessibility London, which I'd not heard of. Um, but it's a, it's a Twitter group that, that organizes, um, uh, you know, conferences and talks and they do it all online. Um, and I think that they've been doing it all online since forever. So it's not like this is an adaptation for COVID. It's just how they do things. Um, and uh, it it was really nice, but you know, among the among the people that that uh, you know responded positively, and I I, I know this is it's silly, maybe it's not, uh, but Darren Menifee, who actually writes this stuff, and he was a bass player for a couple of rounds with uh, um, James Dempsey in the Breakpoints, who actually works on who himself has low vision, um, at, he responded with 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 applause, so that was really nice. And then even there's a, I did not know this, but Microsoft has a chief accessibility officer. <laughs> And so they were responded with applause, and even you know even some old friends from 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 NS conference days. Um, uh, what was nice is 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 to be able to say, yeah, this is really it's 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 hard to get it done, and it's it's also hard to get the support to get it done through a large organization. So you know it was, it was nice. I mean, I, I I will not hide the fact it, it made me feel good for for quite some time. Um, and even even personal listener Mark Palmer was saying the other day on Twitter that uh, that he was having to help a relative who would had a stroke have activities that would be calming for them. And he said that the ability to slow down playback speed um, on the, the Netflix player really was helpful for it, which I thought was great. And I was so happy then to, to kind of say, um, I'm glad this worked. All credit and praises to go to my stunning colleague, uh, Carol Nitz. Um, so I don't know. This was a, it was a good week uh, in the world of accessibility. How was your week, Scotty? Well, actually, funny. I was talking to fractional listener um, Mark Palmer this week as well. So um, there we are. He's definitely infiltrated the iDeveloper universe in, mm. in, in every way. Yeah, I, I'd mentioned to him that you know I I have the email address. Or should I say? It? Yeah, it doesn't matter because I have the email address Scotty at me dot com, which. Mm. I've mentioned before, when I first got that, when uh, Mobile Me was first launched, 
um, because Scotty at Mac.com before that wasn't available. Someone had it, but obviously that person chose not to take it forward. And so I managed to get Scotty at Me.com. And I thought that is the, you know, coup of the century. That is such an e- easy email address. And it is a very e- easy email address. The, the, the trouble is that I think about 40% of the people in the world whose name mm-hmm. is Scott or Scotty or then someone a nickname also believe they own that email address. Mm-hmm. So um, today, <laughs> today apparently, I bought some plumbing equipment in Bath, England, because uh, mm-hmm. I, re- I received the invoice for it um, <laughs> on my email address because somebody Scott um, obviously gave that as his email address. You know, I have, um, you know, I, I have received several offers of marriage or to join um, Russian wives. I think we had that discussion before. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm club so i've decided really as much as that email address is easy i i need a new email address um and uh so i need to i need a personal domain to put that on i don't want to you know scotty97436 at gmail.com or whatever because i just yeah that's that's just not me um so it's going to try and register a domain and uh so i put on a slack that i'm in that uh mark is in i need some suggestions for appropriate domain names and um Mark started off quite quite useful, and he obviously showed his love for the show because his first his first suggestion was fractional FM is available. <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> he he also said that bollockshire dot com is available. <laughs> so, oh, um, Mark, you're the best. <laughs> uh, let's just say that um, uh, his suggestions from there went downhill with um, scottysexchange.com. I <laughs> know <laughs> this. This and, needs to be in the show notes. <laughs> and uh, I might read it. dot com and binfodder. dot com and uh, one I did like is lordofbinary. dot com. <laughs> it's devnol. dot org. Uh, is that available? <laughs> and one for you. He said scotty scotty scotty. dot com is available. <laughs> oh, that's so fantastic! <laughs> so, Mark, Mark was a very helpful. And slightly less helpful fractional listener. No, no. I think as a fractional listener, he gets full marks. Uh, he he does. He does. He he put a lot of effort in in into there. And I do actually quite fancy Scotty at lordofbinary.com. But of course, you know, a fractional listener listening this week has probably already gone and registered that. So they can charge me $12,000 for it or whatever. Well, they'll do that. It's like $12,000 if you keep going, but only $12 if we stop. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So there we are. So that is um uh that is my 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 non tech of the week. So um yeah, we'll talk about some tech in a minute. So basically, you don't really do big releases just before holidays, and obviously you no. didn't do big releases before um uh, uh before Thanksgiving. I assume you crank Christmas as a reasonably big holiday, although obviously that's not a you know again that's probably celebrated in more places than Thanksgiving is. Um, so how do you handle that? Uh, we're not doing big releases. Do you just is that the time when you just pick maybe longer features to work on or is that the yeah. time you say let's do some cleanup stuff or how, how do you work that in between we, yeah that's always it's called quiet period and and we, we we do tech debt and sometimes we do design debt so these are things that that you know it could be any number of different things it could be more thorough cleanup of tests that weren't productized you know pruning of code that's removed i mean to talk about my 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 stunning colleague caro again i think i she tweeted at some point that one of her what she considered a great accomplishment was it was having deleted something like 39,000 lines of code um which i think is great you know um so we, we we definitely do those types of things. Sometimes we explore things that that we do research for things while coming up. That's that's stuff I've been working on this week, which I can talk about later. Um, 
So it's typically that. And so our last release, I can't remember the exact date, but it was it was after Thanksgiving. It was basically early December. We we did what what ended up being our last release for the year. Cool. Cool. We've been able to make some decisions about sort of tech debt and that as well. Well, tech debt's probably unfair. Uh, we've had a bug come up in Moneywell under um, uh, uh, Big Sur uh, that is you're causing a, a problem that, that certain, um, sometimes the number in a field, uh, it doesn't, uh, in a, it's a table view. And sometimes, uh, and it's an editable table view. Uh, this is on Mac. And uh, sometimes the number in certain columns doesn't appear unless you go into editor mode and then it, then it appears and and other other little things like that and um you know uh you know the stuff in in many worlds some of it is still pretty old um so this ta- particular table view which is a pretty core uh screen uh, window from the application is um still using nsl um <laughs> with the old way of doing it and of course this bug can be fixed by uh moving to a view based table instead of a cell based table but you know this is in the existing Moneywell, and it's you know this is all being totally redone for um, for the next major release of Moneywell. So uh, it's you know, it's a case of you know you know switching in in fairly big complex tables. You know, you switching from cell based to view based is actually a lot more work than it might sound in one sentence. Saying switching from cell based to view based, if anyone's done it, so you know it's a bit of a uh, do we really? It's, it's a case of this is our shipping product, so of course we have to fix it. That's that's a um, that's a, uh, a you know a given. But you know, do we do we now do the proper way, which is however many you know X days work of doing this, which is work that eventually we will just throw away, um, or, or you know maybe not use again. Maybe it can be taken across, or do we find some sort of hack? Um, but the point is, you know, we still know we're quite a long way off from the next version of Moneywell. You know, it's probably realistically going to be late 2021. You know, so actually, if that's the approach we take to everything, then are we going to end up, you know, with masses of hacks, which basically will end up meaning if for some reason we get delayed beyond our current expected um, deadline, we're going to be working on this absolute horrendous mess of hacks, you know, which is already on top of a very old code base which has got you know 10 years worth of hacks in it already so it's that uh that that choice of um you know what do we need now fortunately i don't have to make the choice because matt is doing this work so i can just sit and go mm, that is a difficult one <laughs> not have to worry about doing the work but this whole you know um when do you when do you do the right thing and when do you do the quick thing is uh is, I, I guess we've discussed that a lot recently but it's uh it's it's not something that comes up now and again when you're working with an old code base that now has a limited life. It's something that comes up all the time and virtually every decision becomes like it. And you realize that every time you still don't know the right answer to the question. Hmm. Well, uh, I don't know. We, you could, you could, do you ever have like, when you ever have to make a decision and there, there's really kind of no immediate, after lots of discussion, there's no immediate clear winner. Do you ever have like some type of spinning thing to, to, to make a choice that way? Uh, we have done, uh, um, we spent a while where we couldn't make certain decisions. And so we used a a dice rolling app to make them Mm. for us. Yeah. But those were minor decisions like who went first in stand up. Uh. (laughs) They they didn't go, but we were incapable of making the decision of who goes first today. And we have, we do a daily stand up, um, 
which we used to do even when we when we were all together in the office, but we've definitely done when we're remote. Um, the stand-up tends to consist of about 20 minutes of what did we watch on TV last night and then about 10 minutes of what work we're actually going to do during the day. Um, mm. But that's our, that's our, in fairness, you know, that sounds all, but that's our... Um, that's our catch-up time because we're not actually physically seeing each other now. So it is quite important, actually, our our daily check-ins. Yeah, but we did go through a... We couldn't remember who went first yesterday and no one likes going first and whatever. So we, we, we began to introduce a dice-rolling app. But that lasted about three days before we got bored of it. Have we made any major decision by just uh, using a spinner? Um, no, I don't think we have. I think we um, often what we do is just fail to make a decision and don't do it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. the thing is there's always when 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 you've got a product as big as this that is firstly uh got lots of legacy code in uh it's got uh, lots of you know lots of bugs in um you know some of which you 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 discover a bug and you realize you know it's been there for a long time way before we ever took this this product over and yet you feel this this bug is in a pretty important part of the application. You 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 sit there and think, either nobody is using this, or nobody is aware of it, and we're screwing up a lot of things, or you know, and you're just surprised that we don't hear about some of these things. It's quite strange, but there we are. Mm-hmm. And, and one of the things you discover is, um, you know, so many people use your app in a way that you didn't design it to be used and therefore they don't notice problems in the some of the core functionality because they never use some of the core functionality they're basically existing in some of the edge functionality yes your software works great as a doorstop it's terrible as a, as a personal accounting package so please don't break the, its functionality as a doorstop by fixing it <laughs> well well funny enough it, it, this is really quite weird and i think we've spoken about this before as well but we can this is the last episode probably of this year so we can treat it as oh, a, right. this a, is our a special holiday a special Christmas. holiday review which means we just get to talk about stuff we've spoken about before and not have to think of anything new um it's you know MoneyWell is a budgeting app. The idea of MoneyWell is to is to help you control what you are going to spend, um, so that you can you can forward budget. Uh, but I would say, actually, a significant portion of the users, and I've no idea whether it's a majority or not, do use it just in a more traditional way to uh, just record what they have spent. Now, of course, when you set a budget to try and control what you're going to spend. The app needs to support recording what you did spend so you can see if you're on budget or not. Um, but most of the functionality of the app is telling you that, you know, whether you're on budget, you're off budget, whether you're, you know, um, you know whether your groceries are, you, you spent far more on groceries than you thought you would do, whatever else. And that is where sort of like the unique selling point, the core of why you're going to give us 60 bucks for money while is. And yet it turns out loads of people don't use it. They just use it like a spreadsheet. They only record what it is they've spent. And they don't worry about planning what they're going to spend. And it's like, well, surely there must be an app that's designed to work that way. Not that I want to get rid of customers, but that would work better for you than trying to use the the bit of the app that wasn't designed to work that way. But there we are, each to the and and these people love the app. They say it was amazing. It's my my favorite thing. We had someone write to us the other day saying, you know, I'm working on this old Mac and I want to buy one of the new shiny M1 Macs and whatever else, but I'm only going if my favorite app will work on it. So otherwise I'm going to have to, I'm going to stick with this old machine. So fortunately we could say we're calling dandy on M1s. So there we are. Oh, that's great. That brings up a, a topic because I thought I saw some, some, somebody had sent me a link to some piece of software and I'm sorry, I can't remember. I will look it up, but it was basically something that says this app will allow you to run apps like Aperture 
on on modern machines. Um, and that was surprising. So, I, and and what it seemed like was like a per app virtualization. So it wasn't clear to me whether they 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 find ways of patching existing apps or making a runtime that attaches to it. I have no idea how it works, but it didn't seem like it was a you know a, a kind of traditional whatever virtualization software. Because I remember way 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 back in in the in the days of Next Step um, when it was running on Intel machines, there was soft PC, and you could make it so that you could actually just double click on a Windows executable, and, and in most and and if it was like a mainstream app, it would launch. It would launch, and it wouldn't it wouldn't just launch the you know the whole service behind you it would just basically bring the necessary you know launch the necessary infrastructure and then provide the let's say the the backing you know uh window for for the app that's then being is is cutting a hole in the in the existing next step you know window manager um and and so it made made it seem like it was something like that but it was kind of interesting because uh I still have some old apps that I like to run and I have an ancient laptop and I'm, I'm always afraid that it's going to go south one day and then I won't be able to do these things and having it actually running on the same machine, if nothing else, being able to access the same file storage, uh, attached storage would be enormously useful. Um, so I'm, I'm, I have to go look and see if this at all could, could solve some of my problems. Have you heard of it? So what was it called? Uh, I'm trying to remember the name. Uh, so you're saying, me a have I heard of this app that you can't tell me the name of? Well, uh, no, because it's, I, I it's, could it's, take it's, a 50-50 guess, maybe. <laughs> you're, you know, you're a terrible person, Scotty. I have to say that. So, I'm while you talk, I'm gonna I'm gonna find this thing just so I can be mean to you back. Have you removed me from your Christmas card list now? Uh, you know, I'm willing to admit that I that you were never on my Christmas card list. So there, <laughs> that's fine because I fundamentally don't believe in Christmas cards. So well, I don't fundamentally believe in Christmas. So there. There we are. That's that's a good thing. Anyway, um, what are we doing on? So yeah, obviously it's a funny time of year now. Everyone is um, I find especially working with American clients, this whole you know you basically have Thanksgiving and then you have three weeks until Christmas, and there's this whole um, you know trying to get things wrapped up, and then there's this whole subconscious thing that you thirty know, first of December is some special date because the year is going to change, and it's always nice to get things wrapped up by the end of the year. Um, you know, because you want to do something fresh in the new year or or, or, or whatever. So um, you find this this time of the year is always this this mix of well, everybody's in sort of holiday mode because you know there's especially Americans you've had two you know two holidays and you're breaking it. But equally, everyone's in this sort of like get shit done mode, and the two don't always tie together. And it, and it's quite a strange month, December, I think, from that point of view, and um, and trying to get stuff done. Uh, yeah, I'm equally in a position. I'm coming to the end of a client contract, which runs out just at the beginning of the year. So I'm equally in, you know, wrap up the stuff before the end of the contract mode. So it's been, it's been, it's been fairly crazy, uh, fairly crazy. And um, equally, I'm in the negotiating a couple of new contract modes. So it's been a um, a, a crazy time. But uh, but having some fun as well. Been playing with a whole bunch of uh, stuff. Um, been fundamentally working on. I don't know why I said fundamentally. It didn't. It just felt like throwing an extra word in there to make me sound clever. But um, it had no relevance to the uh, the sentence at all, which makes me sound stupid. So really failed there, didn't I? Um, I've been working on an app that requires uh, to be doing quite a lot of drawing to the canvas um, and responding to mouse gestures when you're doing this type of drawing and lots of stuff with Bezier Path and um, 
CG image and uh, graphic context, which is, you know, which is bread and butter to many people, but has not been basically in the realm of stuff that I've worked on for a couple of years or so. Um, so it's been, it's been quite good fun, apart from the bits that you forget and you think you've done everything right and nothing works. And then you realize, you know, you've not set one property. Um, so I, I had a particularly um, frustrating one uh, just yesterday where I was trying to uh, trying to set up this thing where I needed to uh, I needed a rectangle, but then I needed to cut a whole bunch of shapes out of that rectangle. But then I just wanted to shade everything that was left after I of the original rectangle after I've cut everything out. And I had all my code there, and I'd you know um, taken my Bezier path for the main rectangle, and I'd taken all my Bezier paths for uh, the shapes that I was going to cut out and I'd reverse them so that they make sure they reversed and then added them to the original path. Um, it just, nothing was working. And then I realized that in all my time here, I totally forgotten about winding rules. And, uh, you know, after spending a, a number of hours trying to make this work, you just realize that by changing one property and, uh, setting to the winding rule from none to odd, even all my code started magically working in everything I thought it should be doing, started doing. And it just made me think, yeah. That's that's the problem with not doing something really regularly is you forget little things like that. Well, while you were talking about winding and things odd and even, I found out the name of the app I was talking about. It's called Retroactive and it's actually it's a GitHub project. So it seems to be some type of. Uh, um, so I will I will I will leave it in the show notes, but I'm going to say that, that you probably never heard of it. I don't believe I have. No. Okay. Well, it looks interesting. If, if 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 I think that your your holiday assignment should be to have a look at and see if it would solve all our world problems or if it's at all interesting. Why do I have to look and see if it solves all our world problems? Well, why don't because you, why you, don't you do no, it? But you know why? Because you know, as an American, I'm hard at work. You know, both fucking off for the holidays and and getting shit done. Whereas you, as a Brit, it's nothing's changed. You're, it's like you're slogging on until until you go over the cliff into 2021. No, no, but Brits, Brits tradition. I mean, firstly, we take far more vacation than the Americans do anyway, full stop. I mean, uh, yeah, we have a legal minimum of 28 days vacation uh, in in the UK for anybody. So, um, you know, that's, uh, you know, I appreciate that lots of the the hipster um, modern companies in in the US maybe have unlimited vacation policies and and stuff like this. But, you know, I also appreciate that many of your... uh, um, say less well-paid workers in the U.S. don't even get any holidays sometimes, so we're very lucky mm. in 28 days. Uh, yeah, so but Christmas is traditionally a time when yeah, Christmas to New Year, basically everything closes down. Almost everybody, if they can, takes that off. Mm. Well, um, I have to then say we, in order to to feel good about this particular show, we have to have some useful um, suggestions and tech content. May I transition to that section of our podcast for a holiday spectacular? Are you saying my winding rules contribution wasn't useful tech content? No, it was delightful. It was, <laughs> but but since it wasn't me talking, I'm not interested in it. <laughs> The one thing, oh, the, the one comes out. <laughs> the one thing that we can guarantee that we can say has not changed this year is you are just as full of shit at the end of the year as you were at the start. <laughs> that is so mean. That's like really unbelievably mean, Scotty. Okay, who did show me on this doll where 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 somebody hurt you? <laughs> All right, John. John, okay, we know we've just been building up to John's tech ramble, so here we go. I mean, let's do an intro. Ramble. John's tech ramble. Okay, it's not a ramble. It's a very short, sharp, shocked uh, suggestion. So 
um, you know, I'm always testing things, always looking for things that I've missed. And uh, there, I, I talked at earlier times about how to deal with attributed strings because with attributed strings, you can do things like text attachments where you might have an icon that's, you know, floats along with the text. It's a great way of, of, of doing much simpler layouts than having, you know, a UI image view and then a text label and then another UI image view. You can just basically have one UI label and you can make an attributed string that, that shows everything. But the problem is with doing that is that you might have icons which need to be read out in voiceover because if you have something that says, you know, Dolby, available in Dolby, um, it, it has to read that out. So, you know, one way of doing it is just basically you compose your attributed string and then you compose a separate string, just a plain NS string, which is to be set as the accessibility label on the UI label itself because normally it, the accessibility for a UI label is just going to read the contents of the text. But it becomes mercury, murky, murkier if you're having an attributed string because they don't read out bold text. They might use it as a hint if something has uh, that, you know, bold or italic when they're they're voicing it but um so i had 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 worked on something you know spent some time making sure that it was read properly and there was a relatively new addition of of icons in something called a supplemental message so that's when we do things like hey this is part of the black lives matter collection or this is in the top 10 so there was a place that a colleague of mine who had had, had seen my you know technique of of doing text attachments for it said oh this is great so he refactored the code and made something that basically said you know, give me an icon and I'll put it at the beginning of 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 a uh, run of text and it will all be nice. It's great. And I had not seen I had not seen how voiceover re reads that. And what it ends up doing is if you if you have an atta text attachment, it basically reads it as, you know, attachment, PNG, file, um, which is not really very helpful. So I with great glee, you know, was able to to fix it just trying something that I don't know why I didn't try it before, but in fact an NS text attachment just like any other object can and in fact does conform to the UI accessibility protocol. So you can slam an accessibility label on it. And then when, when the, when voiceover reads the label and it looks at the attributed string, it knows to substitute that accepts accessibility label. And it's just great. It's much simpler than, 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 than I thought possible. So it made me very happy in that, you know, a, that somebody had followed my lead and then be the person who did kind of, I wouldn't say made a mistake, but didn't follow through on this other thing. So I was able to make a screen movie that then, you know, politely threw him under the bus. And he's he's British Ben. He's my kind of uh, fake nemesis. We're actually really good friends, but <laughs> in Slack and 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 in, in meetings and so on and so forth, we're kind of constantly comically fake at each other's throat or making insults about each other's parents or you know or whatever. So that was my fun thing for the day. Da, 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 John, John, short and to the point. Tech ramble is over. Yeah, that's really interesting. I see. And, and it's a good job his name was Ben. Otherwise, British Ben wouldn't have really worked, would it? No, it wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Shanghai, Shanghai's Ben. <laughs> yeah, something like that. So it's in there. Well, it's um, it's uh, been a uh, interesting year. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think Thanks, we're going to say. <laughs> I'm blaming all of 2020 on you. <laughs> It's it's fine. It was my fault. I am happy for this year. I will take responsibility for the year. Uh, it's been my fault. Next year, you can take responsibility for it. Uh, and hopefully <laughs> you'd have to be really, really bad to make it a worse year than this one. But um, yeah, so but it's uh, I think, the, you know, the one thing that will um, uh, make our fractional listeners feel more secure and that the year wasn't all bad is the fact that we 
managed to stick to our occasional schedule <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, and to uh, put out a number of episodes. But they may have noticed last week that the website went down. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, and uh, and wasn't there, or the show came out and uh, the website wasn't updated. And, uh, yeah, it's it, it, it had nothing to do with the website. It had to do with um, the... Uh, uh, we the website is a static site generated by Jekyll, and the machine we run Jekyll on. We started getting all these problems with Jekyll. We somehow had upgraded Jekyll, and uh, Red Carpet, which is the Markdown gem, uh, is no longer suitable. And we were trying to fix, and we realised we'd spent hours fi- trying to fix you know something to generate our website. And we said, look, this is a. In the end, we said this is a podcast website, and um, you know it's not really needed and we have problems with the show notes let's just move it to a podcast host so um we moved the feed to uh castos and uh now they just use their default website um so and hopefully the show notes will have more in them now because it supports that better um so what i'm going to say is if you've heard this show it means it all worked and if you don't hear this show then i guess it's been a waste of time telling you that (laughs) So uh, for some, John, they could have already had their last show because they, for some reason, uh, I guess when this show comes out, we'll find out if everything works properly. So yeah, this- no, I, I was going to say, Sam, I think, or I, I think, I think all credit should go to Sam, even if it's not, because it looks really nice. Um, and it was very kind. And I, I, I pledged to Sam that next time, instead of sending him raw video files, I will upload it unlisted to YouTube so I can post my, you know, we can post my em- embarrassing running through airport videos uh, more easily because it works much better. And it is nice to have the show notes in the, the in people's dedicated podcasting apps. So that's great. And it looks nice. So I was very happy that it came back. At first, I thought that that I was being fired, and this was your way of telling me. Yes. Well, no. Now you mention it, John. <laughs> John, this... it's, uh, you've been a valuable member of the team, and uh, you you have contributed massively to this show. But I'm afraid uh, your time is up. Um, I'm being made redundant, but since this is under British law, you owe me like 77,000 weeks of vacation, so that's fine. Uh, uh, and, and the British law, I can't afford to get rid of you, so I'm going to have to live with you for another year. So oh, with, shit. With, <laughs> with, with that said, John, why don't you tell people how they can help you uh, get together your resume for the next podcast you will be on? <laughs> well, suggestions for new podcast hosts or new podcasts to, to join or to, to tell me just to shut the fuck up. You will find me on places where all helpful advice is, is meted out. And that's Twitter, where you'll find me as Jembe. That's D-J-E-M-B-E, like the West African drum. And Scotty, if people want to join you once and for all to, to, to pledge to be less, at least 13% less of a dickhead in 2021, <laughs> where might they do that? <laughs> They can get hold of me also on Twitter, where there are no such things as dickheads. Uh, <laughs> where I am, Mac Devnet. Uh, so please do. And of course, they can get us on feedback at iDeveloper.co as well. And uh, hopefully in the new year, I'll give you my brand new shiny email address, whether that's uh, <laughs> scottysexchange.com or Lord of Binary or whatever it might be. We will find out. Okay. Occasional listener who got to the end of the year. Um, thank you very much. Thank you very much to everyone who's listened to this year. If you're uh, in a part of the world that celebrates holidays at this time of the year, have a great holiday. We'll be off for a couple of weeks now. So basically, you can consider it a blessed time of the year. <laughs> and uh, 
We will be back. I would like to say fresh and full of vigour at the beginning of the year, but we'll be back hungover and probably even less entertaining than usual <laughs> sometime in January. But until then, thanks for listening and you take care. Thank you.